Hello, I'm Thomas Grothers. I'm Will Leggetter. And without a further ado, we'll take the lead because as we will swiftly come to learn, I can't stand today's film. It's the third of our Christmas films and it's, well, tell us what it is, Will. Yeah, uh, happily, it is uh, widely regarded as the greatest Christmas film of all time. Um, it's the Polar Express and it's, it's great. Uh, it's got starring Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> What if there was a place beyond your imagination? And to get there, all you have to do is believe. It is going to be another about time situation. I am going to be gang bullied. You know, it's 4v1 this time, so it's even worse than about time, which was just 3v1. Um, let's, let's meet these people who are going to be ganging up on me. Becky, return guest, our, our, our shining Christmas star. Robert Zemeckis. Look, isn't that amazing? And Tom Hanks. Sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. We'll take you to a place where anything is possible. I wanted to do that my whole life. The Polar Express. One thing about trains. It doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. Becky, what's your relationship with Polar Express? Oh, uh, so it's been... It, to be honest, I probably watched it when it first came out at some point because I was about mm. six-ish. Um, and then we obviously got it on DVD. It came out every single year. There was a point at which my dad had a 3D TV with a surround sound system and he decided that every year it had to be a tradition to sit down and watch Polar Express with surround sound in 3D. Um, that lasted about three or four years before my brother and I uh, got a little bit tired of it. But having come back to Polar Express more recently, just absolutely love it. Did it enrich the experience any? I mean... The whole like train arriving thing was quite intense. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, I, I mean, the 3D TV, I prefer it in 2D, I'm not gonna lie, but. My grandma it was an had experience. a 3D, oh, sorry, Becky. Yeah, no, my grandma had a 3D TV, and the whole th big thing I remember with the gimmick was you can watch football and feel like you're there. But it was just, my granddad just hated it. He was like, no, turn it, turn it off. Because <laughs> like, please, why do I have to wear Because he would always sit on the floor. He wouldn't sit on a chair. He would sit on the floor, laid out with a bunch of pillows. Uh, and so, like, you know 3D. Like, it's 3D shit. You have to sit so upright. You can't lean or anything. 3D is terrible. In the top left-hand corner, we have Finn and Lauren. Um, let's start alphabetically. Yeah. Uh, Finn, what's your relationship? <laughs> yeah, that took me a second. Um, Rain, Man's, Rain Man's in the call. F, 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 uh, definitely F. Um, Finn, 
what's your relationship with the Polar Express? Um, it's very similar, actually. Just when I was a kid watching it um, and re-watching it again was really nice. But, yeah, no, I think I do... I'm a bit biased towards it because it's one of those like childhood Christmas films. So, um, but I do th I do think it is a genuinely good film. But I am definitely biased towards it as a result of it being one of my childhood favourites. I must have been a real cold kid because I had the same experience. I my mother brought the DVD home. She was like, "We're going to watch this this year," and I thought then that it was boring. So I must have been the world's boringest child. You liked vinyls when you were like five, Tom. I did so, like, I I mean, did like <laughs> vinyl. Put the Godfather back up. <laughs> Tom is the child in the film who doesn't believe in it all. In the magic <laughs> of Christmas. Uh, I must say it. Like, that's cute. Um, no, I, this is the thing. I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies. I, 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 Polar Express, I just, just nothing for me. Uh, Lauren, our, our final jewel in this Christmas crown. I love it. I, it. For me, it's one of those films where I can watch it like as many times and I don't get bored of it. Like, I just think as soon as you put it on, it's just like Christmassy. Like, we watched it this morning, it like, got me in the mood for Christmas. I think it's so good. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> uh, YouTube comments. Let's see what uh, people are saying. Admit it. We all wanted to know the taste of that hot cocoa or choco. We even dream of drinking one. Does this person things. never taste tasted hot chocolate? Uh, oh, Will's commented, and here I am, twenty-year-old adult, secretly imagining, secretly imagining how would I react if the Polar Express pulls up on my front door one night? What would I'm you do? Look out every night, see if it's there. <laughs> Maybe you go off with random hobos, but they're not ghosts. <laughs> Get on my train. Okay. It's, it's quite creepy. Let's not, you know. Oh, they're inviting me in. Yeah. Get into a dark territory, but a, a, a man on his magic train stealing kids in the middle of the night. They really should I mean, make a sequel. Also, it's also not great... Uh, an old man coming into all of these kids' houses at night whilst they're sleeping and giving them presents. Oh no, but he doesn't exist, <laughs> thank you dear. Um, Neither does the Polar Express, if we want to go down that route. That is true. Um, they really should make a sequel. No. What would a sequel be? More yeah. kids? Yeah, or like following up with like Josh Billy and Hero Boy when they're old or something. Oh, love us. I don't think this movie deserves a second part or anything because this movie is awesome and forever will be awesome. Lots of nods. <laughs> this is from John Van Riken two days ago. So we're just going to pretend there's a big ass train in the middle of the road and no one notices it. Don't think John Van Riken. Don't think John Van Riken understands what's happening in the film. Um, what's the next thing that we do on this little show? It's best 10 minute stretch. Let's go to our regular. Becky, take us away. Because I don't have So, one. this was really hard for me because I like the entire film pretty much from start to finish. And it's not like there's a particular 10 minutes that stands out. There's minutes, but not 10 minutes. But I would have to say it's probably like one of two. Um, from them starting to get lost in the North Pole when they're like on the um, carriage and it like keeps going um, through to, I think it's around when they like slide down the massive present sack. I think like that whole adventure which they go on, I think that's fun. Um, and I also like right at the end when like Billy gets his present and then the hero boy like gets his bell and yeah. Those are my nominations. <laughs> uh, well, Oh, I've got um, losing the ticket and then running onto the roof, finding the hobo and then skiing um, yeah. and the caribou uh, pulling on the beard into the roller coaster. Yeah. The is there a two. ride? Is there a Polar Express ride anywhere? There needs to be. There should be. I feel like it's going to be one of those like yeah, there is, 3D there? ones where it's like you're just in a carriage that like moves you. 
there's an experience because I got put up yeah. for it. And you go mm. on an actual train and they turn the whole train into like the Polar Express. That's real. That's cool. But it's just a normal train, apart from what do they do? Oh, Everyone's like dressed as elves, and then you go to the, the elves like, aren't on the train. When you get there, there's like elves, and they like turn. They have like a little house, and you like go into, and they have like a station, like you pull up, and yeah. like, the whole... yes. I want to do this. <laughs> I'm nearly 22, but I want to do this. <laughs> well, this is the thing, isn't it? We we are ten years off getting to the point where we start having children, just so that we can start doing the things that we loved as kids again. I was very fortunate that my mother's friend started having children at the right time where me and my sister could prolong another five years of going to York Maze and uh, all that sort of Cannonall Farm and all that sort of stuff. It was like, oh no, but Amy hasn't done it. But we're enjoying it just as much. Um, uh, in, in the top left, in the top left, your 10 minute stretches. Mine is, it's a bit of a weird one. You know, on the train when they serve the hot chocolate and the waiters all come out? I don't think that's, that's weird. I think that's pretty, pretty adamantly the best part of the film, isn't it? One of my best single minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I, yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, it's right. not very well animated. Here's the question, right, here's the question. Do you, because I just put the word ugly. I, this film looks terrible. Do we Tom, it's 2004. Jurassic, oh yeah, because Jurassic Park looks shit now. It doesn't, yeah, you know. This is completely motion capture. For that period of time, this was amazing. Like when this came out, there was so much hype around it because it was like, wow, this is incredible. I know you were probably four years old. You probably didn't like even know what was going on at that time. I remember there being a massive hype around this film. But to what I, like, yeah, but that's, that's great. <laughs> As a historical document. As a film today, having to sit through this ugly piece of shit, oh, it, it is ugly. They all look That's fucking like terrifying. That's like a cartoon from the sixties and going, "Well, it doesn't look very good nowadays." No, actually, I completely disagree. The animation of cartoons in the sixties has aged fine. That two D still works beautifully, and I long for a return to two D animation. This, I, and I. I think Will agrees, don't you, with the with the Robert Zemeckis, his obsession with this motion capture business. No. This is the thing that started yeah. motion capture, really. Like there yeah. were other things that used it. This I was like, the first but, yeah. big film to use it. And now it's used really well because they've developed technology. Back then it was like new thing. The only like, argument you could have is the hot chocolate scene, the waiters themselves look. I don't like how they're all identical. It's it's an artistic choice, but it just looks a bit lazy and they look a bit flat. Fucking pasted it always what it looks like. Yeah, they all look they do and they're doing the exact same thing, which would be exciting if they were like real choreography, but they're just kind of boop, boop, boop. Do you think like the set looks really cool? Like the train and then when you pull up like Santa's village, like it all yeah. looks so good. No, because every time it like pans out a little bit, all of the faces go blank. And they, they all look like those creepy things that grandmothers buy, those like faceless ornaments. Um, and I, I... Why does everyone know? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yes, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and it's And you can buy different scenes, and it's like a grandmother like... and a baby. Um, <laughs> it's, there's, either, there's two types of grandmas. There's those that buy those, and those that don't. And then, no, and then there's the ones that buy the, what's it called, Sylvanian families? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those bloody rats. Um,
yeah, I, I, I don't have a 10 minute stretch. I do have two, uh, actually, no, I have three uh, favorite parts of the, specific favorite parts of the film. When he reads Devoid of Life in the Encyclopedia, and it's like through the book, like that. I like the radiator train. And I like Josh Groban at the end, just going, children. And then I, and then I turned it off. Um, so, so my movie ended with children. Cut to black. Um, but that's, that's it this week. Will's more general favourite part of the film. I'm going to spoil one of my changes straight away. I don't like the see through book. Oh. I, I think it's stupid. If, if it's a screen, it works. Maybe at the end when he's picking up from the ice, looking from under ice, that's transport. That works. But the book, it's just... Show us the top side if you want to show us what word he's looking at. I agree with Tom. I like it through the it's page. Art- it's artistic. It silly. Um, the... It's, I don't like it. Um, the very loud arrival, going back to what Becky was saying, that's, it's a, when you're watching it on the DVD and it's Christmas Eve, it, it's all really quiet and then you're like, oh, we've got to turn it up to 60 because this is a really quiet film. And then all of a sudden, all your walls are shaking. That's a very fun experience. You live in a shack. Uh, whenever he checks his watch. Yes. Oh, you haven't listened to it on full surround sound, Tom. It shakes no, the room. No, I haven't. It feels like it is outside. <laughs> no, I like watching Titanic loud. I like, I love watching movies loud. I famously love it loud and with subtitles. Um, <laughs> it could be my Instagram bio. <laughs> I love it loud and with subtitles. Um, and then people, and then people I've watched movies with, they always go turn the subtitles off, and I go no. So I did last night, is, yes, I did do that last night. Tom is deaf. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Turn it off. Um, no, I like, you know what, no, but I agree with Will on, on the thing because I, I hate movies that are like loud and then quiet and loud and then quiet. They need to be evenly mixed. Watching those James Cameron Blu-rays, Aliens, Terminator 2, Titanic, beautiful, beautiful films. Sorry, sorry, I'm... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted talking about decent films. Uh, Becky, do you want, uh, what's your specific favourite? Oh, Will, have you got any other specific I've got quite films? a few more, actually, Tom. Um, <laughs> I like the little snowman waving. That's nice. Uh, the bit where he swallows the pin. Uh, he gulps down the, the metal bit. That's fun. Um, when they get into the North Pole uh, and he takes his hat off to reveal his little bald head. That's, that's that hilarious. That creepy, too. <laughs> Uh, and then when the star falls and it hits the elf's nose, that's very funny. Very funny. Very much skipped to specific parts of the film here rather than 10 minute stretch. We, yeah, we did 10 minute stretches. Oh, did we skip 10 minute stretch? We did 10 minute stretch. You said that it was yeah. the bit where they go into the, to the yeah. thing. Yeah, but now yeah. Will's talking about specific bits. I thought that came later. No, that's the next thing. Oh, not on my list. <laughs> Well, let's go up yours. What's next on your list? Uh, soundtrack corner. Yeah, no, 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 no. Tom's weirdly <laughs> Tom's specific favourite part of the film. Into oh. Will's more general favourite part of the film. And now into Becky's. I'll say my other notes, which are specific. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that, that they bring up recycling of toys. I think that's, that's funny. Um, the the fact he gets a train and marionettes for his Christmas present to to be like oh, do you get it yeah um, yeah those are my specific ones we'll come back to the other extra points in my note uh, Finn Lauren any little specific parts that really really grab your goat well, you know when he rings the bell and you can actually hear it this time. Oh yeah. That bit. Yeah. It's so cute. The bit when they're all singing outside the train. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know, when they're on the ice and they're like skidding everywhere, then the hobo guy comes and like saves them and then just like whips away, but you just still see his finger. That bit. Like that. I was gonna say as well, I like the bit where um 
the uh, ticket collector takes off his hat, his hat and reveals his bald head. It reminded me of uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I think that's the first time anybody has ever compared. Um... Yeah, it is the first time. I'll stand by it. it have, you seen, have you seen Rango, uh, Finn? Um, I've seen bits of it, yeah. There's a great, great, great Rango bit where Johnny Depp's chameleon um, flings and he's like flinging off different cars and he lands on um, Hunter S. Thompson and uh, Benicio Del Toro's car. It's a very funny bit. Better animation than this movie. Uh, soundtrack, uh, soundtrack Corner. What's everybody's favourite song? But, but, but I'll be negative. Either make it a musical or don't. They're too sporadic. They're too sporadic. They're I like it in this film. I think it works perfectly. Does it? Yeah. Because it's mostly like a beautiful score and it's got the themes. It has like each character has their kind of theme that comes back throughout. Mm. And he's um, stolen from Elf. And then like pretty much when Christmas comes to town is like the only proper song in it. And it just fits perfectly. Everything else is just sort of scene setting. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes at the perfect moment and it's like the perfect song. That's my favourite song. Okay. Will? Uh, the Sweets from the Polar Express. It's great. Do, it's just all of them. Um, it's, I've the, got, it's the I've same got, theme as Elf. It's, it's the, the bit best. where Elf. It's the same music from Elf. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And that's yeah. it. It's the same music from Elf. There was a whole yep. thing. I even I noticed it before I knew there was a thing. There was Didn't Elf thing. come out afterwards? No. When did Elf come out? Two thousand and whatever. Three. Yeah. Two thousand three. Mm. All I'm saying is, Alan Silvestri. The bit where Santa's sleigh in Elf. Da, 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 and then it's the exact same thing in this because I was watching it going. I can, I know it. Do See, like... in, our, in our family, whenever we watch Elf, we're like, that's Polar Express oh, because we like insane. to name better films. That's wait. Do you do you genuinely think that Elf is better than Polar Express? No, sorry, no. Polar Express is better than Elf. Uh, I'm, I'm not willing to comment. In your personal opinion? Uh, yes. You're I prefer wrong. Polar Express <laughs> to Elf. <laughs> Surely not. Becky, come on, help me out here. Becky? I've not seen Elf all the way through. Fun fact, I've not seen that many Christmas films. Um, but from the bits I have seen, I like Polar Express. Polar Express will always be my favourite Christmas film. And I hope you have a wonderful time together. <laughs> Uh, Finn, Lauren, come on, help me out here, please. I know that you like this movie. This movie's fine. Come on. Uh, they're very different films, though. I don't think you can put them up against each other. Yeah, Godfather's a very different film from Jackass. Come on. I am going to have to side with you. I don't want to, but... I prefer Polar Express, personally. I do prefer Elf. I prefer Polar Express, if we're going to pit them against Well, me and Lauren will go watch Elf, and you can all be happy on your fucking train. Um, uh, what were you saying, Will, about Josh Groban singing about children? I think it's very, very beautiful. Very, very powerful and moving, Tom. Mm. Yeah, my bowels. Uh, but I also moving like um, When Christmas Comes to Town. Uh, because uh, famously, I, I sang that when I was a, a young child in a big Aww. concert. This so whole thing, I really wanted to sing this with like my little choir, um, or like the, so there was like a junior singers choir, and I wanted them to sing it. And then I really wanted to do all the like school bit in orchestra as well, but it never happened. Then oh. Lauren, what's your favourite song? Um, just the Polar Express theme, straight up. It's just the Elf theme. It's um, classic. Everyone knows it. Yeah, from Elf. Uh, four notes from Elf. Don't get so hung up on four notes, Thomas. Um, I like uh, I like hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's good. Good. Good choice, Tom. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
Do you remember when we did The Godfather, Will, and one of your 10-minute stretches was from the second film? It's a great stretch. <laughs> so good they named it twice. <laughs> Will's favourite building or set? Uh, I like the Polar Express. That's Finn, nice. Finn Lauren, uh, Will is an architecture student, but, so this is why. This is why this is a thing. As you will, as, as, as do you will. Do you not will. like the North Pole, Will? I do like the North Pole a lot. I like um, the the bricks, <laughs> the nice bricks. You can tell he's an architecture student. Right? <laughs> I like the bricks. What is it about the bricks, Will? That you? They're a nice colour, aren't they? They're a really nice colour. Is architecture a real degree? Yes. <laughs> well, have you, have you, are you actually at university? What about like the big room with the, the TV screens in the middle that comes down and the pneumatic to the side? The, angry yeah, the, the New whole, York elves. The inside to the, the whole sort of sorting area, that's a cool production design. Mm. Like the screen comes up and it's like on that like roundabout thing. Mm. And they have to balance yeah. across. I think if we've learned anything from Chicken Run, it's that you cannot beat an extended sequence of people falling through like large machinery and stuff. Some might say Chaplin, you know, <laughs> modern times by Charlie Chaplin, but we we go for Chicken Run. Um, or Die Hard Two, Die Hard Two. Oh no, 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 no! The absolute best small things falling through machinery is you go. Get that boy. No, is um, Toy Story 2, the baggage handling. Oh, yeah, that's good. That is good. Well, and it doesn't end in a Holocaust metaphor like the, the garbage disposal in Toy Story 3. Um, best single minute. We sort of touched on a lot of them. Becky, do you have any? Oh, Becky's, Becky took a big sigh. Here we go. Get ready, everybody. Buckle up. <laughs> Hot chocolate, obviously, is great um the whole scene from the ticket flying away when it gets trodden on wolves trodden on by wolves sorry gets eaten by a hawk like rolls down into a snowball hits the homeless guy under the train and then goes into the air vent that art um i really like the caribou scene um and then when christmas comes to town um, but my one question about when Christmas comes to town is, why doesn't the hero boy join in? Because he just stands there awkwardly like... Clearly okay. he's got a shit voice. Yeah. It's well, Josh It's um, Hunger Games boy, isn't it? Josh Hutcherson. He did the motion capture, but then... Oh, and then Ooh, here's a fun fact. I've got a fun fact. Do it, do um, it, do it, do it da now. <laughs> Daryl Sabara, who was the voice actor for the hero boy, um, is now married to Megan Trainer. The singer who did all about that bass. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. This is what? Spy Kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a film. He was in Spy Kids. They're doing a reboot of Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Are they? I saw. Very excited. That was my sister's favourite. We had the DVD. We had the DVD with the 3D glasses. Oh yeah, same. Didn't it come in like a cool box set type thing? It sure it was did. All like, Maybe yeah. that's where my love of DVDs came from. Um, it didn't. It came from a para paralyzing loneliness. Um, best, uh, Will, any other best single minutes? Uh, I'd just say hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. I completely, it's literally the only thing I wrote down because half of my page is filled with the word Boring. This film is so fucking boring. So boring. It's, it's so endlessly boring. Is this you? Yeah. Well, it says here, no photo with the department store of Santa this year. No letter to Santa. And you made your sister put out the milk and cookies. Mm -hmm. Sounds to me like this is your crucial year. If I were you, I would think about climbing on board. Come on, come on, come on. I've got a schedule to keep... Oh! Suit yourself. 
Um, Finn Warren, uh, single minutes. Um, I think the whole sequence on the ice when it's drifting, like snap a line up to leave the track. I think that's probably one of my favourite. And then I also like when the elves are lined up and the outside wait for Santa, and then you see the shadow of Santa come out. I think it just looks really nice. Mm -hmm. That's the Santa. best shot in the whole. Santa, Santa. How, how creepy is the slow motion elf singing Santa Claus is coming to town then? I actually paused on the elves and uh, they, they look about 65. So <laughs> it, they look like the Grindelwald um, bank tellers. <laughs> and they all sound like Joe Pesci. <laughs> it's like, hey, he's a good one this year. He's a good one this year. And then, and then you've got fucking Steven Tyler elf singing a song. Yeah. That's actually right. Steven Tyler. Oh, the one on the unicycle. Yeah, the one who looks like Steven Tyler. On his second movie mm. song, after, um... I could stay awake, feeling your heart beating. When are we doing Armageddon, Will? I could do it today, if you want. I do love Armageddon. <laughs> Dad. Dad. Gotta go now. Gotta go now. Dead. Dead. Armageddon, what a film. Actually, Armageddon is probably... Is Armageddon the best Michael Bay film? Yeah. Or is it The Rock? It's Armageddon. Over The Rock? Sean only, Sean only died last week. You're already pissing on his grave. <laughs> I, ooh. Armageddon's long. I I, re, I did rewatch Armageddon. Are we really going on on a Armageddon, Armageddon tangent? No, no. The Polar Express. Well, this is what the the kids love. Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, no, let's move on. Let's do best line. Let's do best line. I don't have one this week. You don't. Oh no, I do. I do. I have one. Uh. One more thing. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Interesting. That's quite funny. Um, however, I did. I would prefer it if he said, um, you better stop believing in ghost stories because you're in one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's flip it. Finn, Lauren, uh, why don't you kick us off with your favourite line? My favourite line, I wrote it down here. It's uh, one thing about trains, doesn't matter where you're going, what matters is deciding to get on. Mm. Best line in the whole This This line, though, I like, make any it's sense. supposed to be really yeah, inspirational, but I'm like, if you think about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you've got to get on the train. Yeah. You end, up in, you end up in rural Baghdad because Tom Hanks' ghost said, <laughs> get on a train. <laughs> it's stupid. The, you are telling kids bad... This film's shit. <laughs> when, the, when the big... Lauren, you were breaking Just to be specifically... It doesn't have to be a train. It just means generally in life, taking chances. I know what it's. I know what it's saying, but the line itself <laughs> doesn't matter it wasn't where the, the plane's best going. analogy. Yeah, it's like it doesn't really? matter what the destination is. Take go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you go anywhere. Yeah, that may. Yeah, I don't know. Some poor kids is in some poor kids in Edin Edinburgh train station. Wherever. <laughs> from Cornwall. Um, going to the north. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, I'm going to the North Pole. Oh, you're the hobo man that Tom Hanks plays. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Barnsley. Did I tell you about, <laughs> you know at KFC or like McDonald's where sometimes they're really busy and like a person comes to the window and gets the order. One time we were coming home from Disney on Ice and a man came to the window at KFC and my mum rolled down the window and said, we'll have a large baggy bucket. And he was a homeless man and he was like, nah. <laughs> and then she went, roll, no, roll him up, roll him up. <laughs> it 
it was quite funny. Becky, your best line. <laughs> oh, I've got many. So there's, um, well, you're coming? Where? Why to the North Pole, of course. This is the Polar Express, that whole interaction there. Um, I like when the engineers, just pretty much everything they say, but it's going to be hours before they clear this track. And then we're there. Oh, no. <laughs> just them. They're really great. Um Sometimes seeing is believing, and sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. That's a good one. Uh, Christmas just doesn't work out for me, never has. Um, I I also like when, um, whenever the hero boy says, like, are you sure? And then the music, like, intensifies and goes, like, doo-doo-doo-doo, or something. Um, I didn't do it. Classic. I believe, I believe this is yours. And then the train's one that we've already said. Uh, Will, take us home. Well, considering that we've lost communication with the engineer and are standing totally exposed on the front of the locomotive and the train seems to be accelerating uncontrollably, not to mention that we're headed to Glacier Gulch, which just happens to be the steepest downhill grade in the world, I suggest we all hold on tightly. Oh, wonderful. Say that again, Will, I need a new ringtone. Um, <laughs> what's the change? Let's get negative. Right, I'll kick us off. The film looks ugly as shit. Um, it's so boring. The people's names, Hero Boy. There you go, you've him, got mine. Just call I him Boy. Like just call this him is Boy. one of my extra no, things. The concept is great. The fact that we don't give him a name and we just relate to it. He doesn't have to have a name. But then we see the credits, Hero Boy. It just, should just be Boy. It should just be Boy. Hero I guess it's boy. Dispensify a witch boy, but no, I like it because it's also like to do with the dream state and the kind of like you don't get actually find out the names of some people in your dreams and it's all like ambiguous. Leonardo DiCaprio and Alan Page walk through. <laughs> this is Hero Boy. I met him earlier in life. Um, know it all, Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason. Did anybody recognise the voice of Know It All? It's Eugene from Greece. Oh, the most annoying character in sense. yeah, the most annoying character in Greece is now the most annoying fucking. That's my next oh, he's change. A great character, a great character. Oh, I've just put here kids. I don't think I like any of them. I don't like Hero Boy. Don't like Hero Girl. She's annoying. I don't like fucking Know It All. I don't like Billy. I don't care that he didn't get his present. Um, the show-off wow. shot, I mean, it looks very nice, but it is a bit of a show-off, and it's, there's really no purpose for it. It's just a stupid kid. Oh, I lost the ticket. Random song, didn't like it. Christmas, oh no, you'll get your present. I know you're poor, but you'll get your present. I don't care. Uh, the, I don't like on the, on the television screens that it's real kids. Why? It's it's the same reason in Up. I don't. Uh, no, sorry, Wally. I don't like when it's Fred Willard and it's actually Fred Willard, when the rest of them are still CGI. It's just it always weirds me out when they when they're like cut to a something and it's a real. Not like it was like Fred in um, uh, Mary Poppins. No, no, I love that, and I love uh, it was afraid of um, Virginia Woolf. No, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I adore those two films, you know, good films, maybe, maybe in the new year. Um, and that, that is, that is all I have uh, for, for, uh, well, no, actually, why did the kid in the back, why did he have to stay in the back for the first half hour? Why couldn't he go into the main carriage? It was just shy. Yeah. And he didn't really understand, like, he was younger than the others, and also he's never really done Christmas before, so he that's was a bit a, like, what? That's another thing. So, like, I, so we're presuming that he's poor, and so he can't have Christmas presents, and that's the whole thing. But if Santa is real, then why wasn't he giving them him presents <laughs> for you? I have had hates. this question for a number of years. I think that was my biggest issue with this film when I was, like, eight. Yeah, I was like, like but... 
why doesn't Billy get presents? Yeah, why, if something is real, why is this the first year that Billy gets a gift? Why Sorry, Yvonne? Did he not write him a letter? That's what I thought. Oh, right. so it's like the first year that he wrote him a letter. Uh, oh, you have to write him. Oh. Explains everything. Concept. But this is the first year that he hasn't wrote, that Hero Boy hasn't wrote a letter. Which is why, way. it's explained at the beginning, it's like you haven't even written your letter, you haven't done this. This is why I should suggest you get on this train. It's, watch this, yeah. I mean, this leads on to a whole bigger question of, is it a dream or is it a thing that actually happens? This entire reality has just been, what does he say at the end of American Psycho, Finn? Oh, oh yeah, I can't remember the line, but yeah. <laughs> Zooms in. No, it can't be a dream because of the bell. Yeah, because he shakes on Christmas morning. I think it's real. Mm. Uh, no, I think that's part of the dream. No, no. I think it, I mean, it's clearly supposed to be ambiguous, but I think it's more of a dream than anything else. Because, um, like, you, there's clearly parts of it that pick up on, like, um, like things that he thinks about like even the fact that they say before he goes to bed like oh even the express train won't wake him now that could literally just be referring to a normal express train that maybe like he heard that sound in his dream and then it gets incorporated into his dream maybe maybe it's an offshoot of inception tom that's maybe that's what it is i'd much rather be watching inception um finn lauren what are your changes if any I know this was some people's favourite, but I just think, you know the scene where he, the ticket flies out the window? Mm. That scene just irritates me, I'm not going to lie. It's stupid. Like, that's the only bit of the film where I'm like, mm, I don't really like that. I'm not going It's very beautiful and very well done. And, and the CGI looks great because they're not having to do people. Like in Toy Story, the first one, all the CGI when they're not doing kids, uh, when they're not, when all the when they're doing the toys looks great, uh, but when they when it cuts to the mother and she looks like she's a burn victim, it's just terrible. Like the, it's the people that's the problem. Um, no, I I agree with you, Lauren. Anything else uh, from the top left? I was going to say, when they go to Lapland. Well, um, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> all the elves. I have two, two problems. All the elves. No, I have three. I have three. All the elves look really old. They look really old and decrepit. They look like they're constipated constantly and they just have this one expression on their face. I think they look really creepy. Um, I think Santa doesn't need to be seven foot ten. <laughs> doesn't need to be. And he's like, he's fat. He's not fat at all. He's just ripped in this for some reason. Don't get that. And then also, if you're going to have a sack, like with all the presents in, either have a magic sack where you reach in and it just has presents and it's like small, or have a fucking huge sack. Don't have like in between. Have a massive yeah. one, a small one that's magic. Don't have. It's all right. There's enough presents in there because he doesn't deliver to poor people. He does famously. <laughs> or he only, he only delivers to people who write him letters. Apparently, in Um, another one of my changes I forgot to bring up. Oh, sorry, go on, Becky. I actually had some small changes, surprisingly. Um, Do it. So, the whole, like, pulling the brake thing on the train, first of all, when she first points to say this is the brake, it looks different to the actual one that they then pull. Mm. Um, and then when, later when they're trying to, what is it, they're on the ice I think and he pulls the brake it looks different it's like a different lever he's pulling the accelerator lever but like backwards um and I, I don't know there were just like little things where I was like you could have fixed this and made it look better um I know it's supposed to kind of show the complexity of I don't know how trains work or whatever but um it just annoyed me then you know when they're walking across on the turntable bit when they're walking across the track over the really deep ravine, whatever it is, why are they walking on a slippery, like, tube 
rail and not like the two bits of metal either side. I Every time I watch this film, I'm like, why would you walk on the metal and not the bits either side? Yeah. Every time I watch thing. it, I, I'm like, oh, fall, fall, fall. <laughs> um, and then the final thing is they hold the bell when they ring it. And it, anyone who's rang a bell before knows that if you hold the metal on the bell, it doesn't, doesn't ring, ring like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's such a small thing that like you could just hold it by the little... Yeah, and it's not even the whole bell, it's just the bell end. So, you know, Santa gives his bell end to a little boy at the end of this film. Will? Uh, yeah, I've just, uh, yeah, just the see through paper in the hero boy naming. Hank's voice, Tom Hanks isn't a good enough voice actor for this to work, they all sound like Tom Hanks. This isn't a Jim Carrey in a Christmas Carol situation where he is such a good voice actor, it works. They uh, all vaguely sound like Tom Hanks. If this is a dream, isn't it? Because he, he, uh, he's the hero boy's dad as well, yeah, isn't don't, he? Don't do so Mr. Like logic. He's hearing his dad's voice in different... Because like, it's the whole thing where you can't necessarily dream up something that's completely new. You can only dream stuff that's based mm -hmm. on actual experiences. Like when my dad was homeless for a year. We're going pretty fast. Tell the engineer to slow down. Slow it down. They can't hear me. They can't? Oh. I don't like the look of this. Quick, under the safety bar. communication with the engineer. We are standing totally exposed on the front of the locomotive. The train appears to be accelerating uncontrollably, and we are rapidly approaching Glacier Gulch, which just happens to be the steepest downhill grade in the world. I suggest we all hold on tightly! his job um what's left from will's notes that's it from me what's it from me anything from left in your notes becky Ooh. um so i wrote i like that because they don't have names there's a lot of you <laughs> <laughs> just found it funny that is good um, in, the, in the novel of rebecca there's a lot of ah you yes the second mrs de winter <laughs> really really <laughs> I'm sure Daphne de Maurier was quite annoyed with herself. She was like, fuck me. I know it's a comment on how she's just a wife, but this is getting very annoying now. It's just like, what else do you say? Like, oi, um, you, I don't know your name yet. You. Um, I want to ride the pneumatic. I think that's really cool. And there should definitely, if, if there's not a ride that's like the whole roller coaster, Polar Express bit, there should be a pneumatic ride. Sucked off with elves, yeah. I want to know what the journey back was like because it's very much just like there's all this journey forwards and then they're just well, suddenly back depressed. home again. Everybody's depressed because he's lost his bell end. He's like, oh no, he just sits there sad for two hours. Santa took my bell end. Santa took my bell end. It fell out my pocket. My final point is Do the it. um when it's like about to hit the Christmas tree and they just go, altitude, please, a bit more altitude, please. And then the, the elves like, I'm flying out. I just really like that moment. Um, it's time for a few fun facts. Uh, the film is, as Becky alluded to, uh, listed in the 2006 Guinness World Book of Records as the first all digital capture film. Great. Heroes by real name is never mentioned, however, According to books containing information about the Polar Express, that sounds very ominous, um, including art books and fact books, Hero Boy's name is Chris, after the novel's author, 
Chris Van Alsberg. Uh, do you, we know what year the film takes place? Your clue is... Sort of, go on. The year it was released. No. 2004. I thought that. Not? No, it's 1955 again. Oh. Like Back to the Future, Robert Zemeckis' is better film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all in, it's apparently 1955. Uh, this is the third Tom Hanks film directed by Robert Zemeckis. Can we get the other two? The third what? The third, <laughs> this is the third Tom Hanks film directed by Robert Zemeckis. Do we know the other two? Oh, Castaway. Yep. And another one. Uh, oh, the one on the, on the bench with the chocolate. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, the one on the bench with the <laughs> chocolate. Uh, speaking of your favourite film, Will, in the scene where the engineer and fireman are trying to grab the pin, uh, in the background you can see a working flux capacitor. This is a reference back to the future and can possibly mean that the Polar Express is a functioning time machine. It's the one from Back to the Future 3. Yeah, it's the train from the end of Back to the Future 3. I like that. Yeah. Because uh, of the whole like, 5 to 12 thing. Ooh, which like leads that. us into our other thing. Some viewers speculate that the conductor time travelled. His voice is heard as an older version of the main protagonist, and he could have gone back in time to help his past self. Ooh. Oh, so he becomes the... Conductor. And then it becomes the homeless guy. Yeah. Maybe it's like Santa Claus, where if you kill the conductor brutally <laughs> um, and you steal his jacket, which everybody forgets is the plot of the Santa Claus, the brutal murder. <laughs> um, I've wanted to do that all my life. Obviously, Back to the Future Part 3. Um, a musical theme heard throughout the movie is identical to that heard in Elf. Um... In the North Pole communications room, an elf describing a bad little boy in New Jersey named Stephen, who is terrorizing his two little sisters. This line is a nod to Robert Zemeckis' friend and mentor, Steven Spielberg. Stephen grew up in New Jersey and has admitted many times that he frequently terrorized his two younger sisters. Oh, the little boy is Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. I really can't talk to him. We've got time, just enough time for, uh, yes, uh, Tom's big question. Is this the best uh, Zemeckis CGI Christmas film? Is it this or is it A Christmas Carol? Animated, it's Christmas Carol, but I, I, I prefer this as a whole. As a whole film. Becky? This is my favourite Christmas film, so nothing beats this. Oh. Uh, Finn, Lauren? I think I'm going to go Polar Express. It's close. It's really close. I would say Polar Express just because I, I have childhood memories of it. That's the only reason. And I'm going to say Beowulf. I think Beowulf is the best uh, Zemeckis CGI yeah. film. And I guess it's set at Christmas. Uh, Ray Winstone, I am Beowulf. I, Beowulf, actually. Good movie. Beowulf's great. Um, maybe it's not great. I haven't seen it in like... 12 years. <laughs> Maybe it's not a good film. Um, and uh, Breakfast Club situation. Will they ever be friends, these people? This was one of my questions. Is... Yeah. Or is, yeah. Or, is, or is it like Molly I mean, Ringwald? We're not going to be friends. We're not going to be friends. We're going to ignore this each other. This is another thing. If it's a dream and he lives in the same town as Billy, is he just going to turn up at this random person's door and be like, where's Billy? And they'll be like, are you okay? Billy died. Um, <laughs> Billy stayed out in the cold, opening his present all night. <laughs> Billy, the little matchstick boy. Ah, that matchstick. Oh, <laughs> another thing about this film. Sorry, I. Um, <laughs> I read somewhere that um, the girl ends up being Rosa Parks or something, or someone thinks that the girl is. Rosa <laughs> Parks. Sorry, what? <laughs> What? But if, wait, is it set in 1955 that you said? Just because she's yeah, a strong black child like doesn't mean... But the whole leader thing. There's not one strong black 
<laughs> just because there's one strong black child in 1950. Yeah, that's another element. In 1955, I mean, I don't want a lot of racial commentary in the Polar Express, but like in 1955, maybe there's a line of like, may, mm, no, I don't want the kids to be racist to her. But like, wouldn't they be like, if it's 1955, wouldn't they be like, why are you on the train or something? If it's 1955, it's not racial commentary. Children's Christmas. I know it's a Christ I know it's a children's Christmas movie. But if it's 1955, I don't think the year works. Yeah, I don't think 1955 works. The know-it-all is definitely oh, racist. The know-it-all is definitely like you also, shouldn't be you, here. The, the know-it-all looks a lot more like a twenty, a, yeah, a forty-year-old man. <laughs> He does look exactly like Eugene uh, from, from Greece. Uh, one of the only people that appears in Greece too. And that just shows where his career went. I do believe that that... Uh, does anybody have their own big questions? I call it Tom's big question, but I am open. It's not a question, but it's a response to Becky's. I think it's better that they don't all become friends after. It's like their own little experience that they share together. And then they're constantly thinking like, oh, where's Billy now? Like, you know, like it's separate to their actual life now. And then it's like in Annie Hall. And it's like, I wonder where these kids are now. And it's like, I'm a, I was a heroin addict, but now I'm a methadone addict. <laughs> I like leather. Great film, also, Annie Hall. We have no idea where the girl lives because Billy obviously lives in mm. Hero Boy's town because when the present comes out, he's like, oh, that's my town. And then it's like, oh, it's Billy. Um, but yeah, we don't know where this girl comes from, and are they all from America? Also, yeah, all of these kids are clearly from America. Mm. Does the Polar Express only stop in America? The conductor should have been played by Sam the Eagle. This is an American train. <laughs> um, I do believe that this is it for our Polar Express Christmas fair. Becky, any other any other commentary? Just that it's a great film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Finn, Lauren, first time guests. Uh, what is it? What do they say on radio shows? I'm a long time caller, first time guest. What? I don't know what that is. On radio shows where they're like, I'm a, I'm a long time, li oh, long time listener. Long time listener, first, ti first time guest. Um, what are your what are your final concluding thoughts on uh, the the express that is polar? I love it and I will watch it probably about four more times. I love it. I usually do a couple of Scrooge and a couple of It's Wonderful Lives, but I don't I don't think I could do four of a film. There's nothing more you can get out of it, but with the Polar Express, like, it's so Christmassy. Oh, sorry, sorry, let's break that one down. There's nothing more you can get out of it, out of Scrooge. No, like, I just... <laughs> morning, morning, Leanne. <laughs> Leanne, what do you think of the Polar Express? I think the Polar Express, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. When they sing the song on the back of the train. Yeah, it's so cute. Jazz is here as well. It's a Christmas miracle. Will, any final thoughts on uh, on uh, the Polar Express? It's great, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, maybe. He right. Said it. He admitted to it. No. Um, oh, no, we weren't recording. I'm kidding. Um, right, it's been my distinct pleasure. Thank you to our regulars. Thank you to our new guests. And thank you to Leanne and Jazz for popping in at the end. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas. We will be continuing this Christmas fair with a far better film. Some might say the best Christmas film. Uh, not that Finn and Lauren got three minutes into it. They didn't even get to bloody... Uh, he, on he only fell into the ice and they were like, this is boring. Why are they all kids? Why does a kid run a shoe shop store? It's a wonderful life, a far better film, but we will see. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you very much.